Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Hello, and welcome back to Vitamin Dice, an RPG podcast. I am Volandal Man, your game master, and today I am joined by... Well, hello there. My name is Caden Wise, and today I am playing Boris Hallmore. Hello, I'm Connor Man. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to go next, and <laughs> my name is... My, my, well, my name is Connor Man, and my character's, <laughs> my character's name is Katya something. <laughs> Nice. Love it. Hello, I am Phoenix Ashlyn, back again finally, and I'm going to be playing a new character named Erolyn Lunargard. Hi all, I am Duncan Mullis, and I'm the special guest today. I'm going to be playing my OC, <laughs> my very <laughs> special character, <laughs> Arn. <laughs> He's a bard. He's great. So we're in this Blood of Heroes series here. And last time we got introduced to Katia, Oris, Arn, and Zadie. A noble arrived at the Might and Merit Adventuring Hall and said that an assassin was after her. Her name was Alyssa Valerion. And as she slept, there was an assassin that came in the night, just as she said. And our brave adventurers were able to fight off the assassin. We're going to jump back into the action the following morning when Alyssa intends to travel to the capital city of the Kingdom of Talamnon. The capital, of course, being Grey Rain. Your noble patron, Alyssa Valerian, is going to come downstairs. Um, hello. Good morning. How'd you sleep? Um, not going to lie. I have slept better. But I very much appreciate you giving me a room to sleep in. It, it was rather comfortable. I, I believe I would have slept quite well under different circumstances. Totally understandable. Well, at least you're alive. Yes. At least you're alive. I, I am grateful to you for that. I'm ready to depart whenever you are. Take your time if you need. So is it like, it's the next morning now, right? So uh, is there, is there going to be like breakfast or something? <laughs> I guess you guys tell me what, this, what the breakfast situation at the Might and Merit is like. I think it's got to be like a hotel but breakfast buffet, right? Yeah, it's got to be like really <laughs> shitty bagels. Yeah, like That's waffles and stuff, yeah. Really yeah. bagels eggs. and waffles and like cereal and generic yeah. containers and like a big fucking tub of eggs with a spoon in them you know exactly <laughs> exactly fuck your god nasty, dude. okay but that's Dear what all hotels always have yeah it's yeah. true <laughs> so yeah that that's what it is i'm munching on these eggs and they are yeah. delicious well they're okay oh are they okay they're like kind of undersalted kind of chewy but you know well they're oversalted Oh, got it. They're definitely wow. These eggs are quite salty. Oversalted, overcooked. Who, who made these? Anyway, I walk up to Alyssa and I'm like, Alyssa, uh, would you like some breakfast, love? Uh, no, thank you. I I already ate. Already ate? You brought your whole entourage? How did you make food that fast? 
Um, I, anyway, it doesn't matter. So, we <clears throat> should be leaving soon. I just need to do a quick group huddle with my party to, you know, talk about we, uh, this totally uneventful night we had last night. Completely uneventful. Nothing happened whatsoever, you know? You're completely well, safe with I, us. Well, I, I know something happened. Oh. She was there, dipshit. We had a conversation with her. I, I was there. Oh. Broke her up. But, yes, um, t- talk to your c- compatriots. Uh, I- I'm fine okay. to leave. Okay, cool. Whatever. Of course. One second. All right, guys. Um, group huddle, <laughs> real fast. Over here, please. All right, just has a giant bowl of oatmeal. It's just slowly <clears throat> eating it. It's just getting caught in his beard. It's just encrusted. You've got something <clears throat> in your beard. Snack for later. That's um, disgusting. So, can we... Can we all talk about what happened last night? I just thought you might like to know that. Please. Also, very nice beardy snack. He just stares you down with a crazy eye. All right. What do you um, want to talk about, little man? Are you talking to me, Oris? Arn, uh, y- yeah. You're sort mm-hmm. of... This is the worst group huddle I've ever been a part of. But, okay, so S- now I'm we're on so track. I'm so sorry. What? We need to talk about what happened last night. We need to talk about how that assassin slipped through security. We need to talk about how we can tighten security around this noblewoman. This is all very important. How did he get in? He sort of teleported in, didn't he? Do we know he teleported in? I don't know. One moment I was slumbering, the next minute I had a knife underneath my ribs. How he got in is beyond me. He attacked you first, right? That's correct. But you didn't see what happened. No. Okay, so Oris had no idea how he got in. So he could have gotten in any way. Hmm. We should probably do some investigation. If this is a magical assassin, I would like to know. Well, we're not staying here. We're going on the road, aren't we? <clears throat> we could probably stay an hour. We don't have a time limit. Hmm? Hold on, let me ask her. There hey, Alyssa! Ha- <sighs> do you have to make it to this town for a meeting or something? Yes. Okay, <laughs> cool. What time? About? Half past? Half noon? The... the... <sighs> How far away is the city from where we are? You could make the the travel in, in only a day, but I, I hope to leave th- this morning. It I cannot be late. This is an important mm-hmm. council meeting. They're deciding who the next oligarch of Grey Rain will be. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, we're headed on the road. <sighs> Oris, I really think you need to use your noggin here. We need to think this through. We need to find out. Even, let's delay like five minutes and let Arn just take a look. Yes. I think that's a fantastic <sighs> idea. So I want to use tactics to see if he teleported in or to see if I can find like a, um, an entry point just to know what we're dealing with. If, if he teleported in and teleported out, that is a serious problem, you know, because we're going to have to work harder to secure a perimeter around this noble woman. Yeah. All right. I got an eight. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I think what happens on a roll of eight in tactics is you're not open-minded enough. You're looking for, did this person teleport in? And when you don't find obvious evidence that they got in through normal physical means, you're too eager to jump to they teleported in. And so you think that that is what happened. While he's doing this, I'm going to go to where, outside the room where the Oris actually got attacked and look on the floor for like mud on the floor or like boot prints or anything leading to where somebody could have come in. Mm, I think that'd be Hunt. Yeah, I think I'm trending that. So that's a 13. You know what? I have five luck points, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna use a luck point. 
Damn, 23. On a 23, you definitely find footprints very faint, very easy to miss. Fuck yeah, dog. Once you pick it up, you actually can follow footprints from in front of the chair and where they eventually teleport out of to. And you follow them down the stairs to a window that's normally locked, but it's actually unlocked at the moment. Oh, fuck. I'm going to come rushing in. Guys, guys, they teleported. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Emergency! This guy's a teleport. Very important. We need we need to double up on security. I open the window and climb out. Okay. Do I see him do that? <laughs> yeah, I guess. What the sham hell? <laughs> Walk over, look out the window. What the hell are you doing? Following the lead. Just oh, five fuck. more minutes. Five more minutes. I trust you more than the pipsqueak. And I climb out the window. Oris, where you. are you going? What what are you following? This is a fucking I mess. I actually love this character. <laughs> All right, what the hell? So I climb down. Do I see, like, any sort of trail of, like, somebody climbing up this way? Uh, there's, like, a little indent where, like, a hook came into the uh, Ooh, the windowsill. The wood, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to climb down. Where are you guys going? I say from inside, watching you stand outside looking out the window. What are you doing? This is important. We need... Uh, they teleported in. I've tr- been trying to tell you this this whole time. Shut up. We're dealing with... You found something. What do I see on the ground? You found something, Katya. What did you find? I'm gonna hop out. You see, like, footprints outside the window, like on the ground level. They're all very faint. You know, the hook mark was, like, really small, hard to notice. The only sign that the window has had anything done to it is that it's unlocked at the moment. It's not damaged at all. The traces of footprints that were going through the building were all, like, very minuscule, like, hard to notice. It would have been super easy just not to catch any of these things. I'm really not sure if following this trail is going to lead to anything. Well, we at least know that he didn't teleport in. He climbed in through the window. He climbed up to the windowsill and somehow he opened it from the outside, climbed in. They're locked from the inside. Could... Yeah. No. Could someone inside have unlocked it? Is that a possibility? I suppose it could be. It is a possibility, but Occam's razor would indicate that the simplest solution is the most likely, and all signs point to somebody walking to outside the window, using a grappling hook to climb up the window, and then they, on the other side of the window, walk through the house and right up to where the person stood who fought Oris. So you can actually deduce that the person used lockpicks and opened the window. Okay, okay. <clears throat> using Occam's razor, action, I can deduce that the person used lockpicks and opened the window. <laughs> who the hell is Occam? That's what I was thinking, my friend. I just had that thought just come to me. That was really weird. You talk a lot of words. Most of them are big, and big words piss me off. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. And big words scare me. So I recommend we wrap this investigation up before I get real angry. Katya, while you're standing in the alleyway, there's a tinker who's walking by on the street. I got tired of Phoenix not being here. Phoenix, what does your character look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, fair enough. The person that's walking past, they've got tools in their hands and they're building something kind of small. They've got almost pitch black, almost void-like skin. Their eyes are like a bright yellow. Their hair, dark purple, kind of long, tied back into like a braid at the base of their neck. Despite all of this, their most striking feature are two curled ram's horns atop their head. Wow. They're dressed like an adventurer. They got a long cloak with like a big bag by their side. They look very eccentric. They look almost like the person you'd want to talk to, but also like, I I don't know if I want to avoid them because they might just talk about really weird things all the 
time. Currently in their hands, they're building a tiny, like, robotic person, only about, like, six inches tall. I'm going to walk up to this person. Your horns are awesome. Uh, oh, uh, thank you. No one's ever said <laughs> that to me before. Thank you. Really? Yeah. Um, well, maybe they should. <laughs> Wish I could grow horns like that. Everyone in my family has them, so. <laughs> really? Wow, family reunions. That must be a wild time. Anyway, what's uh, your name? Did you just say family reunions are a wild time? Have you never had a family reunion? I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, but my name is Erilyn. It's great to meet you. And he looks up and kind of smiles at everyone and then immediately looks back down at what he was doing with his hands. Erilyn. What a name. Erlin, actually all of you would have some kind of physical like tr trinket or something that indicates that you're part of the Might and Merit Guild. I don't know if you guys want to decide what that is. I was thinking like a clip because that's why his could be on his hair. Someone else could be on their shirt. Someone else could be on their back. Oh, like a pin? Yeah. Oris has a leather cord around his neck that already has like a medallion of some other symbol. Looks like uh, some kind of... I imagine it being close to like a hammer and sickle, but not quite. That's taken already. <laughs> yeah. No, the hammer is the might and the sickle is the merit because it takes a lot well, of skill to use. <laughs> so it's like a hammer and it's like might and merit. And they're like, Cross. yeah, let's go. You would all notice that Erilyn has this like pin. So they are part of the, uh, the same adventuring guild as the rest of you are. Oh, so you all are also part of might and merit. It's, it's great to, you know, meet other people, you know, kind of naturally. Although I do have to ask what you were doing climbing down the side of the building. Oh, sorry. Is this your <laughs> building? Uh, uh, no, it's, I'm just curious. Uh, see, I was actually um, retracing this path of an assassin. Oh, okay. And Erlen kind of looks a little awkward. He's now looking back up and just... What if it was you? <laughs> Where were you last night? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we got a good enough look at the assassin to know that it wasn't him. Do you? Hold on, hold on. Do you really think the assassin will be walking by? Look at this guy. You think he really has it in him? <laughs> what if that's exactly what he wants you to think? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Got a good look at that asshole when I crushed his lungs. Did you? Name, uh, one, I name one identifying feature about him. I don't know. He wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't see a pair of horns, probably. Did you? I don't know, Valandal. What did I see? Okay, I'm going to walk up to Erilyn and go, sorry. Sorry. Um, he's, he's just joking. Yeah, like I just said. Why are you talking for me? You guys are weird. Sorry, I hate to be rude, but we do actually have to get going. Uh, I was where gonna are you say, guys going? We have a contract. We're playing bodyguard to a fancy lady who's got an assassin on her tail. Did we did we ever find out which city it was going to? The capital, of course, being Grey Rain. Grey yes, Rain. You did. Yep. Grey Rain, that's what it was. It was like the first thing that you found out. Interesting. You guys are going to Grey Rain? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so it would seem. If you guys don't mind, can I tag along? I have some errands that I need to run there. Of course. The more the merrier. There's a shop that I need to visit so that I can get gears for my little clockwork golem so that he can finally, you know, start working and I might be able to use him later. And Sorry, I don't really care about that. <laughs> Nobody does. Me neither. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> now let's get to it. <laughs> Fuck. That's not Clowning around for too long. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'll walk back inside. All right. So this is uh, this, this is supposed to be a two-part adventure. So let's skip forward to when you guys are in Grey Rain. 
Here you are. Excellent. Wow, that was fast. We fast traveled. The City of Heroes, Grey Rain, one of the oldest and most historic cities in all of Grokvale. A city rich with history and religious iconography, art, architecture, museums, politics. Damn. Filth. People. Adjectives. Wow. Adjectives. People is actually a noun. Now. This place uh, is much different from home, that's for sure. What an exciting and 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 bonding experience and and, and traveling adventure we had together just now. <laughs> I hate all of you even more. It's my favorite adventure I've ever been on. There's a whole <laughs> castle ward. All of the buildings are like gothic gray stone castle-like structures that get bigger and bigger until you get to um, the Gray Palace, which is a massive fucking palace. You go into the cathedral at the Gray Palace. Damn. Nice. Very, very cool. Even though, you know, I only came along on this uh, trip to get here, do you guys mind if I come with you? I've never been allowed in in the cathedral before, and I want to see it. Yeah, I suppose so. No harm. He does like this little like excited jump in place and freeze frames for real. And as he walks from that like moment on for like a couple of minutes, he's taking very exaggerated steps. He's essentially me when I get excited. Oh, fuck. All right. We've got the lady with us, right? Yes, I am here. All right. Let's let's get to it. Let's get this over with. Yes. As we go. Anybody who's good at uh, keeping an eye out. You know, keep an eye out. Do that. In case our friend decides he wants to, you know, stab. I don't know. I'm just there in case he shows up. I'll keep both eyes out, my large friend. Two eyes. Excellent. As often as I can spare them. <sighs> Two eyes. As often as I can spare them. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Right, Such I'm great g- quotes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn. I'm going to, like, turn my... Shoulders back and look back behind us. <laughs> and Erolyn, noticing this, just spins and starts walking backwards. He's staying in line with everyone else, but he's just like walking backwards. It's a lot easier to keep an eye on behind us if you can see behind us without straining your neck. That's all well and good in, until you trip over something. Yeah, but at least then it would be funny. That's what everyone else tells me when I do it. I do think that would be funny. Or sticks his stops and sticks his leg out behind Erolyn. <laughs> And as Erolyn trips, he reaches up and grabs Oris's arm and pulls himself back up. Oh, this trick in the book. Everyone used to do it to me. <laughs> I like you, weirdo. That's impressive. Can you Thanks. teach me how to do that? What, the not falling over thing? Yeah. Oris keeps tripping me. <laughs> <laughs> I trip him. Fall flat on my face. I literally sweet his leg. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. See? <laughs> Fucking face covered in mud. Alright, I'll not have any of you get fucking murdered when you crack your skulls. Let's keep moving. Do I see anyone following us? (laughs) I mean, you're walking through a a really crowded street, so there are people that are walking in the same direction as you. I think they're following us. Do I see a sketchy fucking punk-ass bitch that looks like he's fucking tailing us? Damn, that was aggressive. Do I see an assassino? (laughs) Roll an insight check. (laughs) Assassino. Yeah, Ezio's just fucking following you. Victoria Auditori! Uh, b- bless you. Fuck, seven. There's definitely somebody following you. Ah, who is it? It's this suspicious-looking old guy. He's old and suspicious. <laughs> I knew it. It's That's obviously not the assassin I saw. No, that is 
that is the assassin you saw. Oh, that it is the assassin I saw. It, your your you mind see. is is putting the pieces together, making you. It's you're altering your memories to put this old man into them. Of course, it was this dementia-riddled old guy. It was him. What in a wheelchair <laughs> who climbed up into the window? You are incredibly paranoid. <laughs> what I'm not. What, I didn't say anything out loud. But I can tell by the way I, you're just, like, just like repeatedly looking over your yeah. shoulder, staring daggers into this guy. <laughs> so like Katya like visibly tenses up, right? Yeah, <laughs> and is just like staring like a cat. You know, <laughs> Katya. Are you all right? I'm waiting for any excuse for me to just nail this guy in the head with my crossbow. <laughs> Let's get Alyssa to the cathedral, shall we? Good plan. Let's go. Yeah, you you do eventually make it to the cathedral. It is a cathedral to the father and son. The father is the god of order and civilization, Bastello, and the son is the god of chaos, trickery, and chance. Ganre, you walk in to a huge cathedral. Just this main room is is probably like a hundred feet across. The ceiling is at least that high above you, and in the center there are huge, like thirty foot marble statues uh, that depict the father and son. Bastello and Ganre. Ganre is a cool guy. I fuck with Ganre. It's lit by candles and beams of sun that come in through stained glass windows. And there are people milling about, mostly nobles, and people who look to be in some sort of religion that relates to the father and son. Is the meeting starting soon? Uh, the meeting will start in a couple of hours, but f- for somebody like Alyssa, who Damn. is a candidate for the oligarch, they sort of have to arrive beforehand. Oh, they have like a call time, yeah. Yeah, they have a, they have a call time, exactly. As much as it is a political event and a religious thing, it's also like kind of a performance to a certain degree. You gotta make people want you to be the next big shot. You gotta get her backstage to her dressing room. All right. Actually, now that you're here, Alyssa does tell you, I have to go to a, a private meeting in the Tower of Bastello. Um, typically, uh, nobody else would be able to accompany me. So if you could stay here and keep your eyes out for anybody who might be the assassin, um, I'll be back in about an hour and the, the council meeting is, is public. So you should be able to keep an eye out. You got it. All right. Will do. Alyssa walks away from you. Feel free to go wherever you want and skill challenge to figure out who who the assassin is. Sounds, yeah, I'm done with that. Well, I, for one, am definitely going to take out my crossbow. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Well, people see you do that, and the, the priest of the father and son, they come up to you and they say, uh, Excuse me, miss. Uh, th- there are no edged weapons that are allowed in the cathedral of the father and son. We're going to have to ask you to uh, put the weapon away or please leave the premises. All right, I'll put it away, but I'm, I need this. We would ask that you leave the, the bolts with us while you're on the premises, and we will return them to I'll you. Put, I will put the bolt away. I'll put it right right uh, away in my backpack. The man standing next to him pulls out like a, a like a pot of something and dips his fingers into it and then just like puts a mark on your forehead. Uh okay. <laughs> Look man, we were hired by Alyssa something to be her bodyguards because there's literally an assassin trying to kill her. Go ahead and roll a diplomacy check. Does anyone wanna vouch for me, Arn? You got my back on this, right? Of course, I've got your back. Do, do, um, I'll roll a health uh, action. 
I mean, well, first, Duncan, you have to tell me how Arn is helping with the situation. I would, I would really prefer if he could just do it <laughs> instead of me. But well, I, I think it's too late. I think it's too late. It is definitely too late. This is Katya's because, diplomacy. Yeah, I have to do this. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. Duncan, if you can, if you can give me a way that in world Arn is helping out with this, then you can I help. Am- Robbing Katya's back and releasing her stress as she's trying to be a diplomat with this person. Look, that's like, really not not very helpful. Will you vouch for us? Yeah, I will, of course. Okay, so do it. Oh, you don't want to back rub? Okay, it's probably not the best time anyway. No, I want you to vouch for us. Okay. <laughs> say words. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to put you in a box, but I, w- I was thinking more like you would say something to back up Katya's claim, not touch her weirdly. Yeah, I I mean, you can touch me later. Not be, not fondle her in front of these priests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you, again, I don't want to tell you what to do. Sorry. But what um, the fuck are you doing? Say words on our behalf to persuade this guy. Yes. Sorry, Katya. <laughs> okay, so you might have to repeat yourself because I sort of lost track. It was my fault. Um. Well, basically, I was just telling him that, you know, we were officially hired bodyguards of Alyssa, what's her name? And... We need our weapons to help to fulfill our our jobs, our duties to protect her from an, an literal assassin. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is a matter of great importance. We are going to need your, our weapons. You wouldn't part some old men from their walking sticks, would you? Now, Duncan, you yes. weren't you weren't like put on the spot for that. Like this is that was take two of your attempt to convince. You're just going to quote Lord of the Rings at them. They haven't seen Lord of the Rings, Duncan. <laughs> I say it very convincingly. I love that every single one of Duncan's characters so far has been incredibly meta to the point where he references the real world and nobody knows what he's talking about. (laughs) This is not the first time this has happened. That has been a theme for all of my characters. You are so correct. It it always goes badly when your fucking D&D characters make pop culture references. Okay, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna roll a diplomacy check. I'm going to try and haggle with them. Well, Duncan, roll two d20s. Okay. For your help action. And okay. just tell me what the lower one is. <laughs> Fuck. Doesn't he have a, an ability? Because leaders are good at using the help yeah, action, he's, right? He's, they have like- he's considered trained no matter what. Oh. Okay, seven. When you're trained on a seven or lower, you don't help much and you open yourself up to consequences. Oh, now, Connor, sorry. you make a diplomacy check, not a disadvantage, just a oh, straight up roll. And we'll just see how this goes. Hey! 16. 16! Wow, you didn't even need my help. I, Hell yeah. I mean, it could hurt, but, but it could. It might help, though. It probably we'll see. will. You can see that the priests, as you're talking, Katya, they're not really impressed, but when you're done speaking, and we'll assume that you do know what Alyssa's last name is, and you didn't just say, oh, Alyssa or something. We're just going to give you the benefit I do of the doubt yeah, on that. I, I, have, I have average intelligence. Uh, and so, you, so they seem unconvinced, but they think about it for a second, and they, they say, um, very well. Oh, I'm also gonna show my my pin from the the Might and uh, the Might and Merit Guild. Yeah, keep your weapons then. But we will be speaking with Miss Valerion, and if anything goes wrong, uh, we will be holding the Might and Merit accountable for this. Um, and yeah, then they absolutely. leave you with your weapons still in your possession. Okay, I'm gonna take the bolt out and put in my quiver or whatever, and I'm gonna search I mean, for they, a vantage they, point. They let you keep it, dude. Like, you know, f- do whatever. Start fucking firing bolts at the fucking statues or whatever. I probably will. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking crazy. You know what? I will! 
I'm going to look for a vantage point, like some kind of balcony or some such. Yeah, let's, let's get into the, to the, to the skill challenge. Do you, do you have one? Yeah, Connor, so, are you ready to go? Well, yeah, I believe so. So you're looking for a vantage point and what, what skill is that? Uh, hunt. Hunt? Yeah, I'll, I'll grant you hunt. I, I intend to basically intend to hunt survey. Down. I, well, I intend hunt. to basically survey the whole, the main space from a bird's eye view. Yeah. And I'm going to look through this. I have like a crude sort of spyglass mounted on the top of my crossbow. So the tower on this map that is in the upper left, that, that is the tower of uh, Bestello. But we'll say that you go into the, the tower here the Tower of Ganray, and there are sections where as you go up the spiral staircase, that it, it's just like open and you can look down into the main section of the cathedral. And so you, from that vantage point, you can you can see everybody at once, uh, something that is very hard to do when you're on the ground floor. Nice. But I have to make a, uh, a hunt check still, right? Oh, you didn't do that yet. I didn't make. I didn't roll for it yet. You do, you should do that then. Yes. Home <laughs> yeah. good. Oh my that god! <laughs> do you, don't you have? Don't you have luck points? I do. Can is that? Can I re-roll a natural one, or is that different? I think now it's are different because you get experience points for those. Yeah, I. That's what I uh, thought. Well, have an experience point. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm terrified. And keep in mind, all of you, nobody knows this except for Katya. As you are looking out on the cathedral, uh, you do get pushed. No! What? Go ahead and roll a reflex saving throw. Who the fuck? <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, uh, 14. Uh, do you want to use a luck point or do you want to go with a 14? I mean, I, I have luck points. This is what they're for, so yeah. If not this, then what? Exactly. Well, well if that's us, even worse, who... much worse. So yeah, I, that I is suppose I fail then. Well, luck doesn't that just mean you take the higher roll, or do you just re-roll you take the higher roll when you? I'm yeah. pretty sure a 14 still fails. That's what it sounds like. Well, and you can use as many luck points as you have. He, and he, keep in mind, he has not said whether or not a 14 is a failure. And I and I will not until you until you say what your final answer is. It might fail. I you know I'm just gonna I want to see what happens. All right. With a 14, uh, you fall to the floor of the cathedral, and your femur snaps in two. You take two damage. Ooh, that's not good. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think there is probably a condition that represents... Actually, so... Let's say one damage, but you're going to have a permanent. Let's go with staggered. You're going to have the staggered condition while your leg is down, and you and you take one damage. Who is next? Who who would like to try their luck for this skill challenge? I am standing in front of the tower that Alyssa is currently in. Yeah, and I'm going to just post up like a bouncer, and I'm going to use intimidate to keep everybody as far away from this door as possible. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make that roll. Okay. Ooh, 23. Yeah. That is no, definitely no, no, a success. No. 22. Well, 22 is not going to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. So you, you, <laughs> let, you let priests buy, right? Or no? I guess that's, I guess I should ask. Do you let the priests buy still? I will keep everybody at bay. And if anybody wants access into the room, I will ask Alyssa first. So for example, a priest of the father and son uh, just begins to walk into this tower because it's their cathedral and you, and you stop them? One moment. 
I gotta make sure you're not trying to kill my ward. Sorry, you clearly do not understand your place. Uh, this is our cathedral. Well, I will call out behind me, because I did say I will ask. Well, she definitely can't hear you. She's, they're at the top of the tower. And she's in a meeting. Oh, I misunderstood. Uh, does that change your uh, what you do? It would. I thought that she was immediately behind the door. If she can't hear me, then <sighs> what would Oris do? What would Oris do? Oris is hired to do a job. I guess, can I go up the tower and stand outside the door of the room that the meeting is in? No. Is that possible? Not unless you want to convince somebody that like to let you do that. I got one thing truly to convince somebody, and it's not it's not nice. It's basically I walk up and I go to whoever. I'm here to guard the woman who just walked upstairs. I'd like to keep an eye on the surroundings. You don't want to get in the way of a bodyguard, do you? I'll just be standing away from the door and ensure nobody untoward comes in. That won't be a problem, will it? So you can use the success on intimidation to get to right outside the room where Alyssa is, and the priests will still be mad at you. Fair enough. All right. Priests are mad at me. I don't give a fuck. Yes, the priests, they're mad. Uh, who is next on the uh, skill challenge? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to mingle with the crowd and just try to learn about people and see if anyone has motivation to kill our fair lady, Alyssa. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to like be sort of playing it up, being friendly, you know, trying to get people to talk. So I could see diplomacy or performance? I was going to go for performance. Yeah. I believe I got a plus seven to that. Uh, performance is actually plus nine. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. D20 plus nine. Uh, 20. Total. Perfect, yeah. You hear a lot of fluff. You hear a lot of things about like, well, <laughs> heck, I, I'd kill to be the next oligarch. <laughs> the, uh, the thing that you hear that I think is most interesting to you is you... You hear that Alyssa's younger brother was exiled, and uh, apparently they hate each other. Interesting, interesting. Who do I hear this from? Just a, some noble. So, is, are these just rumors, or is it common knowledge, or like, what's this? Is it like hush hush? Like, what more information can I glean from how they were talking about it? You know, it's presented to you as if it's like juicy gossip, kind of. Mm. But it it piques your interest because it is unique as far as all the different rumors and stuff that you hear is. This one, it seems the most grounded to you. You hear from other people, for instance, that Alyssa does in fact have a younger brother. You know, stuff like that. And what's your name, sir? Um, let's see. The name... I'll, I'll give you a name for the noble. Want a name? I'll give you a name. Uh, yeah. You want a name? You want a name? Huh? I'll you want a name? Yeah, I'll name. take a name. I'll take a name. Tessa Aldir is the name of the person who tells you this. All right. Thank you, Tessa. This is really important information, love. Really you're appreciate very, it. You're very welcome. I nod and walk away do, do they know the name of the brother at all or is it just sort yeah, of like people actually tell you it's it's alexander alexander valerian okay i alexander scribble down alexander valerian scribble down that yeah, name into my, my notes and a big question alexander mark valerian. afterwards there's a million things he hasn't stabbed <laughs> but just you wait no pressure but you do currently stand on one failure and two successes, so uh, Phoenix, uh, this will decide the outcome of the whole thing. I have an idea. Arn went around to all of the nobles to ask questions. Yeah. I'm going to go around to some of the priests to ask questions. And the main ah. thing is, has there been a shift 
magically in the city? Has there been like a noticeable, like, this is going to sound pretty spiritual because that's, that's what Erilyn is like. Has there been more negative energy in the city? Has there been more negativity, more of the chaos rather than the order? Ghosts? Uh, so going to be ghosts? I think some of the priests definitely shrug you off just because you're not religious, but some of the more open-minded ones see like the kind of questions you're asking and decide to take you seriously. I'm going to roll and we're going to see how this does. Oh my god. One. Can I use multiple luck points on on one reroll? Because I have four luck points. If I use, say, two of them or if I use three of them, can I reroll this if I use more than one? So you will forego an experience point. And since it's not normally possible, I'll let you reroll if you spend all of them. If I spend Ooh. all of them. Do I... Oh, that's a good deal. How, so how do luck points work regaining them wise? Per session. How do I get them back? Oh, okay. So if I use yeah. all four of them now, I will get them back next session? You'll get them back next session, but you won't have any left for the rest of the session. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with taking that risk. Deal. So Okay. Let's, let's try this again. Risk. That's what we call in the biz a devil's bargain. No. I mean, I got a nine, so... And that's not going to do it. Even the priests who are willing to talk to you, the answers that they give you don't really seem that insightful or poignant. They just mostly seem like fluff. Well, uh, thank you for telling me something anyway. It's it's really much appreciated, and I, I know that not a lot of people are willing to talk to me, so I, I appreciate your, your openness to that. Uh, sorry for bothering you. And then he kind of ducks away. With two successes and two failures, you do not learn the... Uh, you did not learn anything about the assassin. Well, you learned something about the assassin. Like, none of you spot the assassin, or... One of us really learned about the assassin. <laughs> One of us really learned about the assassin, but, like, you, you haven't spotted him. Can I ask a question, Valando? You may, yes, please do. About my fucking broken leg? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, I'm so curious, is it a closed wound or an open wound? Oh, open fracture, yeah. Oh, no! Can I come oh, over and God. help? I'm really good at medicine. No. You, you have, oh, you have jagged pieces of your femur bone nope. that are sticking out through the quadricep nope. muscles. Nope. Can I come Hate help? That. Absolutely not, nope. Phoenix, first roll a d20. Just, okay. straight, just straight up. Not this even on the rocks. D20. Yeah. 11. You, you sort of by happenstance, uh, you run into Katya, who has an open femur fracture. Surprisingly, Erilyn does not like freak out or throw up. He's mildly uncomfortable. M maybe a little bit but... of throw up. <laughs> but he hides it, it well. He keeps it down. He keeps it down. He's yeah. like, that's really gross. Are you okay? What do you think? <laughs> I meant mentally, <laughs> as he, like, kneels down next to her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That does not sound like a yes. No shit, you Yeah, I'm all right. NBD, NBD. Not worse. NBD. <laughs> you, you should see the other guy. Well, he, he, like, kneels down and he doesn't touch it. There's no touching going on of this wound yet. Great. <sighs> I can go find someone else to help, but I'm right here. Are you a doctor? I was raised by a doctor. Close enough. Go get Arn. Okay. And he gets up and he starts to mill through the crowd to try to find Arn. <laughs> I don't think Arn is excessively hard to find. It just... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty out there. Considering the situation, I think... And, and I think in this situation, this would always be the case. It takes you longer to find him than you would have wanted. Yeah, that makes sense. 
as soon as Erolyn finds Arn, he comes <laughs> over and no matter what Arn is doing, starts tugging on his sleeve. I, at the moment, am talking and like sort of like laughing and just chatting with a noble. Like, you're so shrewzing. funny. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what? What is it? Erolyn leans in with like the hand, like blocking sound, like whispering. Katya's leg is like super broken and it's really gross. <laughs> Katya's leg is broken? I mean, she asked me to come get you. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, one second. I will be right <laughs> back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I speed walk the fuck out of there. Yeah, Erin yeah. is grabbing you by your sleeve and tugging yeah. you to where Katya was. Real quick, let's cut over to uh, Oris for just a sec. Uh, there are, oh God! There are half a dozen priests who have come up to you with clubs, and they're going to beat the shit out of you. Well, they're going to oh, try. Oh fuck! Oh my God! You're going to have a violent altercation. Are you ready? I suppose. As I said before, I don't have snap blocks for these guys. I don't know what their initiative number would be. Let's just say that you go first. What do you do? All right, take it. Step and I use an action to enter a rage. Oh fuck! This is the worst. This is going so bad. This is terrible. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just start chuckling to myself, and as I'm walking forward, I take a swing at the one to my. We'll go left. Priest one. Priest one. Yeah. Uh, All pri- right. Priest six is going to attack you while you do this. Oh yes, yeah. Fuck it. Twenty. Uh, a twenty is going to be. It hits evasion, but not deflection. Okay. Two. Uh, two. So, uh, two points of poise damage. Oh. If they're wearing, like, padded armor, then your warhammer is uh, not very effective. That's why they didn't want any slashing weapons. You don't, have, you don't have a slashing weapon, do you? <laughs> uh, no. No, I don't. Do you only have the warhammer? That is correct. You're, you're, you're fucked. Oh, more than likely. What weapons did they have? Oh, maces, right? Maces, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maces. Uh-huh. Of course. And I have plate. I suppose there's no, yeah, there's no blades anywhere in the room you're in. <laughs> oh, there's some swords uh, laying around. <laughs> what is? Could be like a shard of glass or some shit. I don't know. This is going well. That's yeah, fine. Uh, Priest six, the one you didn't attack, attacks you as a reaction. Uh, they got a 21. Beats my evasion, but not my deflection. Okay. Take six points of poise damage. Then the priests will all go. Uh, some of them Fuck. will move up. And then... You're so screwed. F- for sake of simplicity, they're only each going to attack you once. So I'm just going to roll 5d20s. Damn. You got 120, so that's an automatic damage. Oh, fuck. We got a 21 and a 19 that might be in some way threatening. If, it, if none of them are, are 22, low. then none of them beat my deflection. And then for the 15... Didn't beat deflection, so I'm going to roll poise damage. Four. All right. What are you at now? One. I'm at one poise. All right. And there was another one that beat evasion. Three. All right. I'm at zero. And does that carry over? You regain poise equal to half your level rounded up at the start of your turn. Okay. So if it does three points of damage to my poise, but I only had one, do I then take two points of health damage? No. Uh, Okay. Uh, while your poise is zero or lower, you are flat-footed. I see. Yeah. I'm going to just hit the guy that I hit before. That's a good one. 25. That beats his uh, deflection. Excellent! One! Okay. Uh, you do not deal damage to his armor, and you deal one poise damage instead. Oh, excellent. Uh, that was one action. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Do we have a multiple attack penalty? Mm-hmm. Run, dude. 
If he runs, he'll get fucked up because he'll be running through their reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think the priest's goal is to kill him? I don't know, man. I'm not on that side of the place. Okay, fair enough. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise shield. Ah, that will help. Yes, that will help. You forgot about my left hand. <laughs> ah, oh, forgot how to shield. <laughs> Here we go. I always forget about this damn thing. It's what sucks about having three intelligence. <laughs> do you say that in character? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they all think you're just like crazy or, or something. <laughs> no, I absolutely am insane, boys. So now I guess on their turn, I'm going to roll 10 d20s and I'm going to take the lowest five. Is, right. is the best way I can think to do this. It is 10, 16, 17, 17, 17. One misses. The One other misses. do not be my deflection. But they beat your evasion. They beat my evasion. All right. If your current poise is zero or lower, any attacks against you that would deal poise damage, they instead deal normal damage, but they have to beat your armor as well. Well, I have one poise because I regained that at the start of my turn. Uh, okay. So uh, four. Yeah, uh, yeah. So absolutely. Then the second one, if they can beat your armor, will deal damage. So a seven versus your uh, bludgeoning. Yep. I, my bludgeoning is three. Okay, so they deal you damage. Uh, does that bring you to zero? Uh, no, I'm still up. Uh, that one's a two. That does not beat my blood. And five. Yes, that does. And I am at one. One. Okay. And that was your turn again. Rinse, wash, repeat. That's an 18. Uh, that beats his ev- evasion. And then roll for our... That's another one. Oh my god. So he takes another point of poise damage. Uh-huh. And raise shield. And you're going to go down now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, fourteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen. Uh, once again, one misses. Uh, the other ones all meet my evasion. Is it meter beat? Uh, it's meter beat for any okay. d20 rolls. Okay. Then, yeah. One misses. Okay. So the first one... Five. Yep, and I'm down. Okay. At zero health, uh, you're not dead. Uh, zero health is just the point at which you can no longer fight. And the priests are not going in for the kill, but they do take your weapon. Fair enough. And then... Oh, th- they they are escorting you out also. <laughs> they don't just leave him there. Oh, do they throw me out on the street? Uh, I think they would, yeah. Okay. That's totally fine. You're a, you're a street boy now. Fair enough. And I'm unconscious? No, you're conscious. You just can't fight. You've been, like, beaten up. <laughs> I'm like, I like get up on my knees. I'm all bloody and broken. <laughs> For now, let's jump back to Katya with the broken leg. Katya, are you all right? Uh. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I say as I see the fucking compound fracture. <laughs> what happened? Well, fuck. I was on the, the balcony surveying and I got thrown over the balcony. What? Oh. Silly girl. Okay, I'll um, I I start patching her up as, as like I'm talking to her about what happened. Help, almost the doctor. <laughs> Hi. Oh, you're 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 better at this than I am, aren't you? Arilyn, um, could you could you heal her? I'll, I'll I'll lend a hand. Here, I'll hand you the your supplies. Sounds good. Here, and he takes his bag off and he uh, sets it next to Arn and opens it, and inside there is just so much stuff. It's like almost impressive that he's able to carry this around without it like being detrimental he's just carrying so much and uh he like digs through it for a second 
and then pulls out another bag, a smaller one. This time it's full of medical supplies. And he like shoves it into Arn's like hands. And he's like, when <clears throat> I tell you to grab me something, just grab it out of there. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Duncan, real quick, uh, roll a d20 for help. Got a 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Phoenix, you get true plus one on your roll for medicine. All right. Come on. Don't suck. 20. 20. Hey. That's good. So that is good. Thank God. You get the bones back inside the, the muscle sheath. Oof, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, you splint the leg up. You stop the bleeding. Not a fan. That's gnarly. Probably you, what are those things called when you cut off the blood circulation? Oh, tourniquet. Tourniquet. You probably tourniquet the leg just in case there was a Fucking lot of bleeding. Erilyn just looks at Katya and reaches into the bag, hands Katya something, and says, bite on this. And it's like a piece of like something fabric-y, uh-huh. almost like a little sponge, but it's just like covered in this fabric. It's like, bite down on this so you don't scream. Oof. And then as soon as it's in Katya's mouth, that's when he does all of like, the stuff without flinching. He doesn't even like react as he's like putting the bone back in place and messing with all like the muscles. No reaction, nothing negative, just doing it like he was meant to. <laughs> That's amazing. Where did you learn all that? Um, my mom. So, Connor, you can now walk with a move speed, like half move speed, probably. Okay. If the tourniquet stays on for more than four hours, you lose the leg and you take another damage. Oh! Don't worry, I'll keep an eye on it. Katya, someone pushed you. Yeah, I know that. No, I'm asking you. Yes. Yes, I was thrown over the balcony, dude. Yeah, you need to, you need better inflection for that. So, Someone pushed you? Someone pushed you? <laughs> you? You see how that makes a question? Someone pushed you? Someone pushed you? Someone pushed you? <laughs> you didn't happen to catch a glimpse, glimpse as you were falling, did you? I don't think so. Damn it. We might not need a glimpse. I've got some information. What information? While I was schmoozing inside, you know, meandering with the locals. With the locals? I heard tell of Alyssa's long-lost exiled brother. Brother? My Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, her exiled brother. <laughs> her exiled brother might be um, important to the story. I'm thinking he has something to do with it. He was said as gossip, but seems deeper than that. Can you walk? Uh, yeah, maybe a little. Erilyn puts all of his stuff back in his bag, puts it on, puts the cloak over him, stands up, and offers both hands. Come on, don't be shy. Let me help you up. All right, I'll let you help me up. Both hands pulling up, <laughs> keeping upright. Moving grip from hands to wrists instead to, like, oh, keep uh, you yeah. steady. Just, okay, how do you feel? I'm just gonna put- I just put my hand against the wall and just stay like- stand like that. You know what, fair enough. You're a good man, Aralyn. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, thanks. I like you people. You guys are nice. Am I? Nicer than the last people I spent a lot of time with. That's really sad. <laughs> 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 just kind of looks away. <laughs> it's like, oh. Well, all right then. Uh, we should probably go check on Oris. Um, let him know what we know. Oris. So you guys all go outside. Yeah, yeah. We probably someone probably well, saw Oris being got... da- dragged outside. We do probably saw. Him being... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I guess it's uh, somebody roll a d twenty. Go ahead, Duncan. All right, let's go. Five. You don't, you don't know where Oris is. Oris! Well, actually, y- you think you do know where he is. Exactly where he should be, outside the Tower of Bastello. Oris? Well, I'll stay here with Katya to make sure that, you know, she doesn't have to walk on this leg yet and you're gone. 
next. All right, be right back. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is with Arn. One minute he's there, the next he's gone. <laughs> like and... Batman. Like that. Have Have you guys ever seen Arn and Batman in the same room at the same time? You know what? I haven't. Who's I haven't Batman? Either. You've not heard of Batman? I feel like we made that joke before. All right, Arn. Oris? What you, what you doing? I'm what, looking for Oris. What are you doing then? Uh, well, he's not here. Okay. I mean, I, um, I can have you roll, but no matter what he, you roll, he's not he's not there. Was there, are there like bloodstains where he was? Are you actually entering into the Tower of Bastello? No, I'm not entering, but I'm looking around where he was, right? Where I imagined him to be. Yeah, right. I mean, right here, no, there's no bloodstains. Um, yeah, there's nothing here. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Nothing is broken or anything. I think there's probably a, a priest standing here guarding this spot. Hello, father. Have you... By chance, seen a gruff-looking fella, about yay high, buff as hell, muscles rippling through his shirt, talks in a deep voice, mainly in monosyllables. I don't know. I can't recall. Uh, well, okay, well, if you see him... If you want, you could roll a diplomacy check. I will do that. I got a 15 on that. Oh, perfect, yeah. Are you sure? You seem a little squeamish. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't really, you know polite like you are but yeah he, he he was here he went into the tower of bastello ag against our permission he threatened a, a priest of the father and son and so yeah we had him escorted out of here he what i can hardly believe it myself Horace, <laughs> Horace, i'm so sorry father i'll go fetch him well don't bring him here i won't no 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 it's fine I won't. <laughs> you realize fetch is like when you go and get something and bring it back <laughs> all right uh, like you how have panicked he all of a sudden sounds like oh god <laughs> do not do like, that oh, <laughs> do not no absolutely <laughs> 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 not <laughs> no thanks all right well you you have a good rest of your day father where did you dump him by chance oh outside okay thank you thank you father you have a good rest of your day have a blessed rest of your day oh and <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck and yourself. I shimmy away. I go outside looking for Oris. Oris has gone stumbling, sort of through the crowds, looking for like a trough for any animals. Basically trying to look for some place to wash the blood off of his face and out of his eyes. Oh, uh, yeah, there's probably stuff like that. I like how he went looking for Oris and then didn't go tell Erolyn and Katya where he is. Oh, just sorry. Like, I'm gonna go find Oris and then just fucking leave. I'm sorry. I sh probably should do that first. No, 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 so, no, no, no. You, ma you made your choice. Katya and Erolyn, you notice uh, somebody walk past you who just kind of seems suspicious it's a priest suspicious how just the way that they walk the way that they just, i don't like his vibe it's not even really that you can put your finger on something specific it's just like i just got a weird feeling from that guy like just hey, excuse me he, he doesn't respond to you he just walks into the crowd maybe, maybe that's part of it he's a priest he didn't even acknowledge you how rude I think we should go follow. Okay, I'll follow him as quickly as possible. Which is slow. Yeah, Erolyn sticks his arm out so that if Katya needs it, Katya can, like, grab onto his arm to steady herself, but... I... Uh, you follow him all the way across to the Tower of Bastello, where... That's not upstairs, is it? Uh, this is, this is the ground floor at the moment. 
Okay. The priest that you've been following, he walks past this guy at the door. He walks straight in and nobody bats an eye. Uh, but as you come to this priest, uh, you, you are stopped. Oh, um, excuse me. I would like to get past you and into the door, if that's at all a thing that I can do. The, the, the meeting is almost over. It, it, it is only potential oligarchs and priests of the faith I, I, beyond this I point. Don't this intend, I don't intend to go into the meeting room. I just got a really weird vibe from the person that just walked in, and typically my hunches are right, and so I would like to make sure that nothing happens to uh, one of the people up in that room, because there is an assassin after one of them, so I've been told by the rest of my adventuring party, and I want to make sure that that is not actually the assassin. I just want to talk to that priest that went in there and then everyone can go about their day. So make a diplomacy check. Unfortunately, because you are essentially implicating a priest in, in a crime, you are going to have to do it with disfavor. Damn it. Okay, 21 is one of them. And six is the other. Of course I get a good roll on a roll that I have disfavor on. The priest is just stunned. Sorry, I'll... And then Erlen, like, notices the stun and actually steps back, like, realizes, okay, sorry. I walk through the door. Well, do you? Yes. I, I move to, uh, to walk through the door. Yeah, as Erlen steps back Excuse and is, like, me. still talking to the priest, or the priest is super stunned, Katya's, like, yeah, taking well, the advantage I, of the I situation. See, when I see he's stunned, I just, I go through the door. <laughs> Connor, I think you're forgetting something important here, and it's that one of your legs is broken. Yeah. I'm, my, my arms are, are working. You're going to walk on your arms? <laughs> He's going to try and open the door. So I was under the impression that you were leaning on Erilyn, and Erilyn just stepped back from the door. But I, I, Katya can take a step forward, even though it would be slower than normal. You can do a hop lunge towards the door. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Oris, where are you? I'm at a trough. It's up to the DM to decide where I am currently. A trough. I am looking for Oris. Well, you said you were trying to figure out where you would go if you were him. You are missing yeah, yeah, a key yeah, yeah. Right, piece right, of right. information, which is that he got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, right, right. Fair enough. So I'm like, I'd go to the bar. <laughs> I th- is that what I'd I, like? I think that's what you would think. <laughs> I think that's what He's you get. He's probably drinking. <laughs> Listen, if I was on an important mission and I got thrown out of the cathedral by the priest... <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to the bar. If you're listening, just imagine, like every once in a while, as soon as you let your mind go free, just imagine Arn is sitting in a tavern, just drinking the day away. I'm, I'm not drinking, I'm looking for Oris. Oh, I'm like, well, yeah, I okay. enter they, the pub right, and I'm yeah. like, is Oris here? Hello? And somebody says, Watch. who the fuck is Oris? <laughs> <laughs> big bloke, huge, muscly, muscle bound, big deep voice. I've seen one Wait. of them. Which one uh, of them is Oris? Who are you? Why are you here? Well, I guess you're looking for Oris, yeah. I'm looking for Oris, yeah. The trouble is, I don't know who Oris is. I don't know who you are. I don't know why it's my problem, or why I'm talking to you. Okay, well, you're of no help at all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> set, me, set me free. I turn around and leave, because that's boring. I'm liberated. You turn around to leave because they're not helpful, objectively. I feel like I kind of put you on blast when you said you wanted to lunge at the door. I think you should do that, honestly. Um... All right. Well, in that case, it was more the fact it was more the fact that you just casually said that you would walk through the door when you like did get broken, like literally less than an hour ago. Yeah. So here you are. Yeah. Okay. Ain't nobody going to stop you. Erlen, are you going to? I think I might keep the priest 
like occupied by you know keeping his eyes on me i guess because i'm very like nervous now because i inflicted the what the fuck is wrong with you like gaze yeah and so that, yeah you i'm gonna be like stammering and like you know unintentionally keeping the attention on me okay make a performance check oh lord <laughs> two you know the distraction doesn't work for very long you you have a limited time, Katya. I know. It's probably too late anyway. I, do I see the fucking sketchy guy? I think you catch a glimpse, glimpse of him hurriedly walking up the stairs. Fuck. Is there anybody like around like who is see can see me right now? Not a single person. Really? Yeah. Okay, so then I take out a mana crystal and I cast a blessing on myself. Nice. Then I follow him up the fucking stairs. I take out my crossbow and I use it as a cane. <laughs> this this is going to uh, require an athletics check to get up these stairs. Fucking hell. What? I'm going to use a luck point. Sounds good. 20 total. Nice. With a 20, you climb up the stairs like a madman. <laughs> and you emerge in the floor of the Tower of Bestello. And the sketchy priest that you saw is walking towards Alyssa Valerian. And you see them pull out a... Very thin, very long dagger. One that you recognize. How close does he get? How close am I? How close is he? You were at the doorway, on the ground. This sketchy... I'll just come out and say it. It's an assassin. And they are feet Fuck! away from Alyssa Valerian with a knife out. What do you do? I shoot him. I fucking shoot him. Roll. Roll. Because <laughs> you did not take the crossbow bolt out of your crossbow, so you have one. God. Ah. Uh. Luck points? Okay. Or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got more luck points. Yeah, you have luck points. I do not use them. Use all of them. Okay, 15. That's good. Uh, 21. 21. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Seeing range weapons. 21 beats their deflection. So uh, ro roll your die to see if you deal damage. Well, I, I can divine smite him. Yeah. So it's going to be holy damage instead of piercing damage. Okay. And yeah, I just shoot him. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you roll your die versus his holy defense. Three. Three. You shoot the heavy crossbow. You hit this person and deal holy damage to them. Yes. I'm going to say you hit them and they drop their knife, which clatters to the floor. And then I just, and then I just stagger and I fall against the wall. Everybody in this room goes completely silent. <laughs> It's, uh, hey, stop that guy. <laughs> Everybody is staring. Well, everybody's either staring at you or the would-be assassin. The assassin. The assassin, at this point, lowers their hood and uh, blood is trickling out of the corner of their mouth. And Alyssa, you can see, immediately recognizes his, this person and looks shocked. Alexander? And the assassin has like a, like a venomous smirk. And I think... The assassin is going to, as quickly as possible, try to grab a knife and throw it. Is there anything you can do to stop this? Me? You. You're all, you're all that's left. I use my last mana crystal and I cast Holy Beam at him. Great. What does he have to do? He has to make a... Oh, all creatures in the line make a fortitude save. Nobody because else gets should. hit by it though, yeah. right? You can target him only, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> through the, all the priests... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not happening. Um, he has to make a fortitude save. A uh, fortitude save, okay. 12? 14 is the decent. He fails then. Perfect. All right. Yay. And then I think you roll a die versus his holy defense. 
Eight. Eight. Okay. He's he's taken out. Yeah. He goes to throw and then he's like just like blasted against the wall. He should at least be incapacitated at this point, I feel. Yeah. He's at, I think, zero health, so cannot fight anymore. Perfect. So let's have a, a small epilogue. I don't really want to roleplay with myself uh, at the moment, but Alyssa goes to see uh, Alexander. Uh, they have a brief emotional conversation that ends with Alexander be taken away to be put in prison. Damn. Alyssa thanks the two of you profusely, says that she will be in correspondence with you if you want to stay in the city of Grey Rain for just a little bit longer so she can give you your reward. She then proceeds, everybody goes down, they continue with the if council meeting. If my reading. reward could include extensive medical care, that would be appreciated. Of, of course. Yes. Yes. I did the best that I could with the time that I had. It's not bad. Outside of the cathedral, by the horse stables and the water trough, washing the blood off, he has his hat off. He's also taken off his armor in order to dress the various, like, wounds that he has. He hears someone approaching from behind, stops and turns around and sees a figure, tall, taller than him, about six foot five, dressed in a robe. They look to be, like, her medical robes. A hood pulled over, where it's like a bunch of flowing linen that's pulled together by a scarf. Clutched in one hand is a war spear. He's sort of silhouetted by the daylight as he's standing in the entranceway of the stables, staring at Oris. And Oris just sort of looks up. Well, hell, I figured you'd come find me sooner or later. After my little visit with your darling sister in the swamps. Tell me, friend. Do you really think you're going to walk away from this? I've hunted enough of your kind to know you are cowardly. <laughs> and immediately the spear that was in the hand of the individual is thrown through the chest of Oris. And he's just sort of standing there. And then the individual walks up, pulls the hood back to reveal a completely smooth, bald head with a nasty scar that goes from the forehead all the way across the scalp to the back of the head. It's an orc, orc face, bulky tusks, and a big beard that is braided with beads that just goes down to the center chest. Piercing eyes. He sort of steps up to Oris. You have killed enough of my kind. And now I think it is time for you to be put down like the beast you are. Places a hand to the forehead and unleashes an eldritch bolt directly into the skull of Oris, and it shoots out the back, and glowing green electricity sort of cooks through his face, and he just, and his burning corpse just slumps to the ground. The figure scoffs, grabs the spear, just sort of unsheaths it from Oris's corpse, flips the spear with a single twirl, and walks out of the stables, and he actually walks into the cathedral. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vitamin Dice. If you want updates about episodes and pictures of the party's pets, follow our Instagram. If you want to support the show, join our Patreon. There are levels for as little as $1 per month. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, so we rely entirely on listeners like you to tell people about the show. So go tell people! Please? If you have a podcast or something else you might like us to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at v-y-t-a-m-i-n-d-i-c-e at gmail.com. Feel free to send us questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to hear all those juicy questions you must have. And as always, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend
daily dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.